In this episode of the Advanced Selling Podcast, we take a stab at our first ASMR audio recording, Bill avoids patronizing me with my pint-sized vocabulary, and we tackle a client-inspired topic, how to handle it when you lose to a coin toss. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Advanced Selling Podcast. I, I got you, didn't I? You did. We were racing for the I beginning know, of the opening. But when I say Mark, I'm on. Uh, the Advanced Selling Podcast, the longest-running sales training podcast, podcast history. We come to you every Monday morning, and we try to bring you things that are interesting, compelling, and sometimes even funny. Today's podcast brought to you by Panda Doc. If you need help in creating beautiful sales proposals, visit pandadoc.com slash ASP to learn more and outreach. If you want to make your team a revenue-driving machine, then go to outreach.io forward slash ASP to learn more about them. Yeah. If you have not joined our LinkedIn group, you can go to advancedsellingpodcast.com slash LinkedIn. Takes you right there. We've got over 10,000 people that uh, inspire us to have really good conversations on that platform. So if you are not a uh, group member yet, what are you waiting for? Yeah, there's no reason to wait. No. And I put, uh, we, yeah, we put a little uh, note. We were at... Um out and about on the road. We're taking the podcast on the road. And we're bouncing around the country, and we'd love to come see you. You can shoot us a note, an email, listeneradvancedsellingpodcast.com, and put in the subject line, come see us. We've got several of those also pending, which is fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we were on the road, though, and we put a little note up there on the in the, in the group, and we're going to start putting more stuff in the group. I'm mm-hmm. kind of compelled to put stuff up in the group for our 10,200 members mm-hmm. that are there. So, and uh, tell all your friends. We keep it's amazing. We you know, we've never promoted the show. Like so we've never gone out and done Google AdWords or paid search or anything like that. It's all been organic, which is really fun and neat. I love that. And uh, it's amazing. We still get messages every week. Yeah. Hey, just found you. And then people binge listen, you know, from the uh, 1800s because that's when we started the podcast back in 1869 uh, just after the Civil War. Was that? It was. It was. Is that right after this? I'm not a good history well, guy. Well, my grandfather used to yeah. love podcasts. <laughs> uh, we got seriously though. When was the Civil War? I, I, feel, 18, I know I'm going to catch so much hell for this. 1860s ish. Ish. Do you want an exact date? Who, you want to know? Now were the Cubs in the World Series in the Civil War? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Were they? Were they? Was that absolutely. their last? The last time? Uh, before, well, the second before the last. Except for what's his name? How did we get Bart? on the Cubs in the Civil War? What's the guy's name that missed the? the you know, oh, don't say his Bart, name. Bart. He's, He's got his own podcast. <laughs> it's just him screaming. <laughs> he's, he's getting <clears throat> the crap beat out of him. Well, we got uh, shamed a little bit when we were down in North Carolina doing our uh, gig for this uh, awesome client. We had a great time. And some people found out we were down there. I don't know if you saw the LinkedIn feed. Oh. It said, why didn't you tell us? Uh-oh. One guy said, I could have had 100 people <gasps> show up at if we were, had gotten there on Sunday night and told him about it, he would have had people. But we need to do that, do that next time. Is next time we're out it's is tricky. Uh, yeah, it is. Um, it's tough with travel, but we, sh- we, we can, should we do it. Made that happen. Yeah, and our friends do. You know, I did that uh, several years ago over in London, yep. and I had like twenty people show up at the uh, Intercontinental Heathrow. So uh-huh. yeah, we'll do that. We, that's a pledge. Next time Bill and I are on the road, we'll tell the listeners about it. Put it up in the LinkedIn group, and if you can do a little yeah gig. We'll do a gig with you. That'd be fun. Although that wouldn't have worked very well if we'd have had it Sunday night because we didn't get into like. 10. No, that was that was the problem. We were delayed. Yeah, exactly. So, anyway. yeah. We could have had a. Uh, uh, well, our client had a six a.m. yoga thing. <clears throat> we could have done a yoga deal. Could have. Yeah. Yoga advanced selling podcast yoga. I signed up for the yoga thing, but I didn't go. You didn't go. Well, I was I was working out and I hadn't worked out oh. for like a month and a half, so I <laughs> thought it would be good to pick that one day. Mm-hmm. 
Hey, before we get to the topic, which is going to be a really good one, I've got a question for you. Do you ever wish you could have done more last month than you did this month, but you just didn't have the time, tools, and processes? Well, our friends at Outreach.io, the leading sales engagement platform, supports sales reps and their managers by making it simple to humanize and personalize communication at scale, automating the soul-sucking manual work and dramatically increasing the productivity and efficiency of all revenue-generating teams. You can check them out at outreach.io slash ASP. That's outreach.io forward slash ASP to chat with them and receive a free copy of their new book. Hey, Brian, if you need help creating beautiful sales proposals and quotes, then with PandaDoc, you can look like a billion-dollar business without spending like one. You can create, send, track, and e-sign stunning, and I do mean stunning, on-brand interactive sales documents in mere minutes with their proposal software. You can try it free for 14 days because you are a listener of the Advanced Selling Podcast. Go to pandadoc.com forward slash ASP, and while you're there, Download a free copy of Elements of a Winning Sales Proposal. I think you'll like it. So our topic today, yeah. uh, why don't you introduce us? I'll do that. your deal. Yeah, sure. So this came from, a, this is a client-inspired topic, as a lot of our topics are. Uh, newish client, someone I've known for a long, long time. She runs an ad agency here in town. She and her husband started it. They're um, kind of tech uh, investor people, really smart um, family, smart couple, and she's now, uh, he's off uh, on running one of the startups that they're involved with. So she took over their ad agency. And we're talking about a deal that stuck. She was getting no answer from this group. So she picked up the phone, called the person, got her on the phone. And the person said, hey, uh, you know, my, my client said, hey, just want to, I haven't heard from you. I'm, I'm assuming, you know, you, you made a decision by now and haven't heard. I'm assuming that may mean that it's not us, whatnot. And she said, yeah, we didn't, we didn't pick you. And uh, my client said, well, what was the deal? And the client said... Her client said, well, it really just came down to a coin toss. It was a coin toss, which infuriated my client in a good way. I don't blame her. Yeah. She said, are you blanking kidding me that it was a coin toss? And what was good about it, this is the first lesson in this deal, and this is the person that runs the company. She said, I've got to find a better way to position myself against a, a competitor. Because if it came down to a coin toss, I got to say, what did I do up front that caused it to come down to a coin toss versus blaming the customer? And that's what most people do. So we're going to tell you and give you some insight on how to avoid becoming a coin toss. And what do you do once you learn that you have lost the coin? What I didn't verify, though, and I should have asked my client to do this to the client, the first obvious question is, well, was I heads or was I tails, Ooh. right? Was I heads or tails? Touché. And who flipped the coin? <laughs> How's that, huh? Where's a coin? I don't have a coin. Well, of all, of all businesses that should not be a coin toss, it would be the ad agency business where Amen. ideas and Amen. colors and design and creativity and it's, it would be, if you're going to go to Lowe's or Menards to get 30 yards of mulch, and one's $30 a yard and one's 29 They both deliver on the same day. It's a coin toss. Yes. But when it's an ad agency or a consultant or someone that is in the knowledge business, it's never a coin toss no. because there's got to be. So what that means is it wasn't a coin toss. She just lost, and that's fine. You know, yes. you win some, you lose some, but she'll need to go back to the drawing board. And now all of our listeners who sell mulch are pissed now because they think, well, yeah, wait, no, we no, have our a mulch whole, is better, right? We've got a, have a whole LinkedIn whole group division. just for mulch. LinkedIn mulch salespeople group, mm -hmm. yeah. That's kind of funny. Um, yeah, so let's talk about how do we get here? How do we get into the coin toss uh, 
place anyway. What what could we have done to avoid it? Coin toss we do city. Now? Coin toss like city. It. I'm stuck. Right. That's actually a good approach. Like, hey, let's just call it. Make this a little quicker for both of us. If it's just going to come down to a coin toss. I've got a 50 cent piece right here. You want to bring them in? We'll yeah. either do two out of three or call heads and tails, and away we go. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how we start yep. football games. That's how you, after that's how all. just getting ready to say, yeah. Isn't it? You know, we have things in the rule book about the uh, the coin actually has to turn over and spin oh, and I stuff bet. like that. It's very interesting. I'm sure there's a lot of Planning rules. Planning for about everything, that. right? Yeah. I mean, what if the coin goes up and it, like, you know, divots? It's, it's, it's it what goes I always up, think. upside on the yeah. edge. What do we do then? Yeah. That's funny. Okay. So, you got anything written down over there, Bill? You're scratching, you're thinking. Cerebral. Well, I think the premise here is that we want to be able to show our uniqueness in the sales process. We talked, I think, about a year ago about this notion. We always hear about customer experience, but do we hear much about prospect experience? And what's yeah. the experience my prospect has with me and with the whole process in general? And so I think, what is it that makes you unique? And then how do you exemplify or or proclaim that, in what way are you doing that? For example, uh, one thing that I've got a client who, I think I may have mentioned that before, that when they, whenever they are delivering a proposal to a group, and that's usually what they do, if there's ever anybody missing from the group mm-hmm. who was supposed to be at the meeting that couldn't, they can't just stop everything because there's always going to be somebody missing. So what they do is they create a video with with the person, the salesperson, walking through the proposal live on video, and then mm-hmm. they put it on Dropbox, and they send it to that person, and they say, you missed the meeting, no problem. We've created a short video to help you understand the proposal. So that way, it's a great touch because it tells the, the prospect that these people take this seriously. They're so considerate about whether people get the information and get it right, they create a little video. The video takes five minutes to do, but it walks them through their proposal. Yes. So that's an example of... That is declaring, <clears throat> that's declaring their uniqueness in a very different way using technology and video. Yeah, that's beautiful. Because I think what Bill, and I, I frame this up, I'll always say when I'm coaching my clients on this, this, this how to be different part. You're either different in your message or you're different in the channel that you use to deliver the mm-hmm. message. So I've, I'm, I always coach them, my clients will know I say this, either change the message or change the channel or both. Mm-hmm. You're talking about there could be both or, or just even just a, well, a that message, was a channel via, change, a channel probably, change. Yeah, but it's yeah. great because no one else is doing that. Yeah. And it could be a LinkedIn tag. It could be a video. It could be a co-video. It could be all Absolutely. sorts of other things, right? Um, any sort of channel change is a good thing to do to help you stand out. What we'll typically do is go through the buyer's process, which is, why don't you come in? We're going to present, right? There's going to be this uh, presentation or panel or whatever, mm-hmm. and then we'll let you know. We'll get back to you. It's like a cattle call, like a like an um, mm-hmm. what you, an audition sort mm-hmm. of thing. It's an audition. Yeah. yeah, and so you have some license to to change that channel. You can change that process however you want to. I think it's a really really good message for. But people if you to get hear. if we get afraid that yeah, if we won't. change the channel, yeah. that they're going yep. to not give us a fair look or whatever. Yep. But we've got to get out of that. You know, how many times have we talked about? We are the experts. You listeners are the experts. You're the guides. You're the people yeah. who are who are so valuable to them that they shouldn't think about anybody else but you. So if you're just going to follow their process, how much of a guide are you? Yeah, yeah you're not. You're not. You're not. You have to, you have to believe that you are first. That's, that's that, yeah. that trick there. Uh, and be able to step out of that. And if people want to resist it, it's got to be valuable to them, and we know it is, because then it allows, when you're doing the coin toss, you think about the strategy, think about a, making a business decision on a coin toss. 
right. like any business decision, like really like, well, we brought in uh, three sales candidates and we couldn't decide between the last two. So we did heads or tails and heads one. So it's you. They were, so, they were all so perfect. <laughs> Come on. Seriously. <laughs> Coin toss is not a strategy. Hope's not a strategy. Let's get out of that. I'll tell you what is a strategy, though, Brian Neal. Yep. FOMO. <laughs> it is. And FOMO's a FOMO strategy is a strategy because if you say, to, and this is serious, when you say to the prospect, look, I, I just can't do it that way. Here's the way we do it. Our process yep. is a little bit different. Here's why we do it this way. If you don't want me to be involved, that's fine. If the prospect says, okay, then you can't be involved, yeah. they will wake up the next day with a little bit of fear of missing out. I believe, what what I did they miss so. out on? Yes. And if they feel like they missed out on nothing, then you haven't done a good job up front of laying out what your value is. If they feel like they missed out on something, then you've probably done a good job. Take that mic out and drop that bad boy. Mm -hmm. That's a mic drop right there. God, okay, that's good. Hang on a second. <laughs> Seriously. It's great for the listeners. Travis, come over here and figure this out. It sounds like, what are those things? I'm getting off topic here. Travis, you're a millennial. What are those those little videos people watch where it makes that noise and they talk really soon? What is it? <laughs> ASMR. Travis is great. He's got a, he's watching one over there. AMSR. You know what they do? We could. <laughs> well, that's a little. Are you feeling relaxed? Those, little, those things drive me sensual. nuts. I'm like, are you kidding me? They're like, oh They're my god, stop. It's really bad. I, I like the ones where they have like like playing cards. <laughs> totally. We're going to do advanced selling uh, AMSR. <laughs> I'm listening to this guy. I've got to bring you in. I've got to bring you in the clip. This is this Indian guy, and I really like oh, him. Oh, that's funny. He's really good. He's yeah. a mindfulness guy, and there's yep. a lot of those guys out there. But I, I really have taken a liking to him. I think he's good. But he does this thing where he's speaking in front of like Harvard, Yale. He's speaking in front of these large groups. And he's a little bit hard to understand because of his accent, but, mm -hmm. but not really. But he, he'll say something like, you know, how many times have you ever been to boop, to pa 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 yeah. And nobody will say anything. He'll go, yes, no, hello, <laughs> hello. <laughs> and, and he does it like, hello, is there anybody there? But I think, but just the way he does it, I've got to bring that clip yes, in. No, will we get in trouble if we play that? No, I don't think No, it's great. So. Yeah. It's complimentary. It's good. And I can't tell you who it is because I, I don't want to, because he's That's really right. good. But hello. That's funny. Hello. Hello. hello? Hello? Uh, okay, back away from the AMSR now, back to our topic. Uh, I uh, also think early on that you need to be comfortable. This, you know, this whole thing's rooted in fear, Bill. The more we talk about this episode, this whole thing is rooted in stuff that you don't do, don't say, or don't ask. What do you don't say, don't do, or don't ask uh, that keeps you in the coin toss realm? Because it's not until you break through these things that you'll learn how to stay out of the coin uh -huh. toss problem. One of the things is just talking real openly about their process and people, they're your competitors that are coming in. People are scared to death to do this, to acknowledge the fact that you say, so are you talking to some other firms? Yes or no? And ask them, can I ask you who all you're talking to? And what have you found so far? And what have you liked about what you've heard from them? And what are you hoping to hear from them? And just have, I'm trying to encourage you to have an open dialogue mm -hmm. and just let that be. So many people are afraid to talk about the competitive thing. Like, well, I don't want to push. It's none of my business. And I'm like, yeah, it is your business. What if you have a competitor that you know really well, for whatever reason, they do a little part of the business better than you? It might be better for you. you oh, you're talking to them and they do that, then that's, they're really good. That yeah. might be a good thing, place for you to go. Have good intentions behind that. Yeah. So yeah. Um, acknowledging that, I think, is really important and being okay with the discussion of the process mm -hmm. and competitive set and who else they're, they're bringing in 
what they've heard, what they haven't heard, what they're hoping to hear. Because then when they do that is they will start to open open, open the, a dialogue. Uh, yeah, just br- bring it out, surface real. it up. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, because yeah, they're like, well, I don't know. And they'll tell you some things maybe they haven't heard from the competition, you know? Like, well, they're really good at this. They're really positioning themselves as an expert in not-for-profits or whatever the niche is. Or if they, if you hear they're competing, you're competing against a low price provider. You could say, "I got to sharpen my exactly. pencil, don't yeah, I?" Yeah, yeah. Do, do, can I borrow your pencil sharpener over there? But I think the we've talked about this notion of attracting and repelling or polarizing, and I don't think we we I, I still don't think we buy into that fully. No. And if you are afraid of repelling, then you're not going to probably do the things you need to do to repel or attract. So you're just going no. to be in the middle, and that's when you get into the coin toss. Yes, coin toss no city. doubt. Yeah. So I have a tactical suggestion here, Okay. and I may have mentioned this on previous episodes, is I want you to get okay and encourage you to ask what I label the tiebreaker question. I think it's really important to know if all things look equal and there's some element of the firms that you're looking at that you say, that's going to be the tiebreaker. That's not price. You got to take the pricing off yeah, the table. So yeah. what is it? It could be experience in the industry or something like that. It could be um, um, uh, staff size, you know, it, your, your team. So my client's team might be a team of 10 and their competitors, a team of a hundred. They go, that's the kind of the tiebreaker that seems safer to us or whatever. doesn't matter what it is, mm-hmm. but that, that what that, what you're trying to do with that question is force them to see that it can't be a coin toss. That just doesn't make any sense. Right. There has to be some element that pushes one competitor over the other. And I'm trying to figure out of all things being equal, what's the one thing that would push them over. We yeah. really look for experience in the business first or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know? That's really good. That's really tiebreaker good. question. You got to know what the tiebreaker is. So my last thing before yeah. we close up is just look at the entire sales process from beginning to end. And you've got the first call and you've got the, maybe you send an agenda prior to the first meeting. Then you've got the first meeting. Then you've got the follow up. Then yeah. you've got maybe a second meeting and maybe there's two other people. Just whatever your process is, look at all the touch points along that journey and decide, can I enrich this touch point any? Can I enhance it? You know, can I enhance prior to doing the first call? Can I send them a quick video that says, here's some of the things we're going to talk about instead of just sending an email agenda. And I'm not saying you should all the time, but I'm just giving an example of, can we enhance those touch points along the way? Because the accumulation the culmination, cumulation, cumulate. Oh, don't ask me, either. man. The, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you, I don't. The, let, cul- let me, cul- well, let me explain to you what culmination <laughs> means. I always do that to my wife. She loves it. I love. She, I do too. I actually do. I like to learn new words. <laughs> Not that way though. <laughs> Let me pat you on the head for a minute, <laughs> or, or I'll say, uh, "Well, it's really kind of a culmin." Well, uh, let me let me you rephrase that because I know you you're don't not going to understand. That. <laughs> you don't know what that one means either, ladies. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. There's only one lady no that matters in that emails. one. <laughs> no more emails. Uh, so just look at the touch points along the way, and I think you'll find two or three places you can just enhance, just enrich, just get a little yeah. better. You know, bring cookies to the second meeting. I don't know. Bring donuts. Bring do something that that really does distinguish you and make you unique. And you'll never, ever hear the words, 
it was a coin toss. You will never again stay out of it. That's it. Thanks for being with us, people. Uh, we're here every Monday for your listening enjoyment. Go to the LinkedIn group if you haven't joined already. And by all means, we'd love to be on the road. If you want us to come do a little ASP party gig for you, send us an email. Listener at advancedsellingpodcast.com. Put in the subject line, come see us. And we'll be happy to make that happen. That's it. We'll see you next time on the Advanced Selling Podcast. Bye.